welcome to another episode of the Optimum You Show. Today, I'm going to talk about mindset. Um, I'm not sure how many times I've talked about mindset on this podcast, but I assure you this won't be the last. Um, mindset is one of the most important dynamics and things for for me in in my life. It has been the, one of the most transformative um, pieces of the puzzle for my own transformation and my own uh, growth is just taking control of my mindset. Um, it, I think, the most important one that that impacted me first was was an ownership mindset that made that that gave me the power to. Um, be in control to, to not not in a I'm you know control freak kind of way, but in a, um, in, a in a way that that says I'm ultimately responsible for my own results. Um, so the the opposite of the ownership mindset is the um, is the mindset that blames circumstance the victim the victim mindset does everything everything else everything's out of my control um my current circumstances are not my fault my results are not my fault um all kinds of things like that and that's where i lived for a really long time um other mindset dichotomies because i really think there are dichotomies there's there's kind of opposing mindsets and um, one is empowering and one is disempowering. Um, kind of, kind of how uh, Tony Robbins says, "Life happens for you, not to you." That's that's really a, a kind of a quick way of saying the you know ownership mindset versus victim mindset. When life's happening to you, you're a victim. When life's happening for you, you have the um, opportunity and. Um, uh, responsibility to uh, decide what circumstances mean to you, uh, to attach the meaning that uh, I don't know suit. I want to say the meaning that suits you, but not not in a um, not in the sense that it's a delusional kind of thing where you just make stuff up, but. Um, find the meaning that you can learn from the one that teaches you something valuable the one that improves your outlook or your circumstances or your perspective or um all kinds of other things right you're you're essentially saying i am going to get something good out of this situation no matter no matter how bad things get i will uh, make the best of it that's that's that ownership mindset. That's that life happening for you. But the the reason the reason I wanted to talk about this today is because um, not only had not only because of the profound um, impact that mindset has had on my life, but uh, just just having a, a conversation on Facebook yesterday um, that that caused me to think through some some additional dynamics of of different mindsets 
And essentially the, the post that I was responding to was somebody um, posing the idea that um, uh, that the rich keep getting richer and the poor keep getting poorer and if that's true and why and all that stuff. And my so my assertion on that dynamic was was really about mindset. It was you know the um, it was a matter of the the difference between a, a scarcity and an abundance mindset. And so the 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 poor and and so there one of the things I noticed in this in this thread was a lot of people talking about the you know the meaning of poor. You know, is it financial? Is it quality of life? You know, all, all these different things. So, um, to streamline the discussion, we'll talk about the financial dynamic of it. So, poor from a from a money perspective, um, and you'll see how it how it flows into to other other areas um, as I expand on the idea a little bit. So, the um, from a scarcity mindset, uh, that's where that's where the poor get poorer where the where where the the dynamic of continuing to remain in a state of poverty uh, financial poverty comes will definitely stay it'll it, that condition will stay as long as you're in a scarcity mindset and here's why okay scarcity mindset essentially says that there are a limited number of resources in this case money uh, there's not enough to go around and so if i take a bigger piece of the pie there, there's two dynamics okay if i take more of the pie then i'm taking it from somebody else so if i'm a good uh, a good-natured person i don't want to take from other people okay what I, what I would like to see is for the people that have a way bigger piece of the pie to distribute their piece of the pie uh, so that it's a little more fairly and evenly distributed, uh, also known as socialism. Uh, but we're not going to get into that. But just so the, 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 from one side of, of, the, of the coin, I guess you could say, is I'm, I, I don't want to take from other people. Okay, so if, if, if resources are finite and... Uh, everybody's pulling from the same pot and there's not enough to go around, then any anything above what I currently have that I take, I'm going to have to be taking from somebody else. <clears throat> and there's no guarantee that that is going to be taken from somebody can, that can spare it. Okay. The other, the other side of that coin is that um, the, there's, a, there's a very high tendency to um, associate self-worth with your financial status in that so so if there's not enough resources to go around then it stands to reason that the amount of resources that you have can and should correlate to the quality of person you are and and this will come out in in a couple different ways um one option is that the people who have a lot are bad and the people that have less are good. Um, and the other is the, the exact opposite. People, the, the more you have, the better you are, or, the, or rather the better you are, the more you have. And the, the less you have, 
the worse you are. Um, so what this does is, um, in the in the perspective that um, the more you have, the worse you are, and the less you have, the better you are. You're you're as long as you consider yourself a decent person, you're trapping that mentality traps you in the state that you're in from a from a poverty perspective because you consider yourself a good person you don't want to take resources from other people because they're finite and there's not enough to go around and because you're a decent person um that requires you to have less because the if you have more you're not as good of a person right and and these are all really really subconscious dynamics um for the most part but they're very real uh, on on the other on the other side of it, there's the um, if you, the quantity of resource that you have or in, you know money indicates is an indicator of how good of a person you are. So better you know the good people have more money, and the if you have less money, then you're not so good. Uh, that causes a uh, a self worth dynamic um, that says if I don't have if I have less than everybody else then I'm not as good and so my my self-worth declines and stays low um, and ultimately I believe that the scarcity mindset puts people in a habit of attaching their self-worth to their um, to their net worth and whether it's the that you know righteously impoverished perspective or the uh, low self-esteem, I'm not good enough to have the amount of money as other uh, the same you know as much money as other people. Okay, so but but either way, um, there's a there's a very distinct link between self-worth and net worth. So what we don't want to see is that dynamic because. Um, it's your your net worth and your self worth are not related in any way, shape, or form. Um, but when when someone is is living in that space and that scarcity mindset, if they are, you know, if their their self worth is low because they're um, in a in a lower economic state, most of the time the people that are in the scarcity mindset have a scarcity of resources there are a few people that that attain wealth that are still in the scarcity mindset um that's i think that's a different dynamic i'm not nearly as familiar with that because it's not something that i've lived through i've definitely lived through the scarcity mindset from a not having very many resources perspective um so so i'm i'm speaking from from experience as i as i share these dynamics these are what i've personally um gone through so when when your self-worth is attached to your net worth then and your net worth is low then your self-worth is low and people who have limited resources have to be very careful about what they um, spend those resources on right so if i'm if i'm limited to a, a certain number of dollars every month and I, I genuinely can't see any possibility of there being any more than that, 
then what I have to do is I have to be careful about what what I spend those dollars on and I have to have a high degree of predictability about what I'm going to get for those dollars. Okay, so there's the routine things, paying bills, buying food, things like that. Um, there's the familiar things. So it, it's not uncommon for um, people of this mindset to spend money on things they shouldn't spend money on because it makes them feel good. So, you know, whether that's um, spending money on advice or, uh, or, or the spending money is the vice itself, but um, the uh, retail therapy as it as it goes, or 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 buying uh, alcohol, cigarettes, drugs, food, you know, comfort food kind of stuff. All the, all these dynamics, they're predictable. I I know what I'm gonna get when I spend that money, right? So um, that's the familiarity. And so the routine stuff, the familiar stuff, and they're and, and they're not willing to spend money on things that are uncertain or unfamiliar, right? Um, like spending money on personal development courses or um, or investing in a business opportunity or things like that. And and there's uh, there's there's generally this this cascade of of logical dynamics that that come in so if self-worth and net worth are tied together and net worth is low then self-worth is low if self-worth is low then self-trust is low if self-trust is low then the trust of others is low and if the trust of others is low then um, quote-unquote opportunities are looked at with great skepticism Uh, everything becomes a, a scam to help the rich get richer and the poor stay poorer, right? And so the 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 things that um, they're willing to invest in are the things that are routine and familiar. And so it's it it perpetuates the sets of, the set of behaviors that keep them in that economic status and then therefore keep them in that um, that self-esteem status and it and it's a self-perpetuating feedback loop okay now now let's flip that over into the abundance mindset in the abundance mindset you are dealing with people who do not attach their self-worth to their net worth um, they know that uh, money resources come and go and always flow right so if I know that money comes and goes and always flows then I'm not I, I necessarily can't attach my self-worth to that because um, I nobody can deal with the roller coaster of of that I'm not gonna hoard my money my resources which means they'll, it'll come in it'll go out there will be an ebb and flow there will be highs and lows and um, and we're not psychologically and biologically designed to deal with that level of roller coaster on of our self-worth right so um, so there's a there's a different dynamic of where self-worth goes um, 
it's not it's not associated to net worth. It might be associated with other things that are equally um, immature and in, inaccurate, but it's not it's not the net worth. Okay, it might be position, it might be, um, you know, uh, status. Uh, it might be more intentional and, and mature and saying my self-worth comes from my creator and my creator made me the way I was made and I have inherent value and therefore um, I am awesome simply because I exist, right? That That's kind of where where mine is at this point in my life. It used to be very much associated with uh, my net worth and my status and my position, you know, all those all those things. And um, very uh, commonly uh, shattered and disillusioned uh, on a regular basis when that was the case. So um, when when your when your self worth is not attached to your net worth then you um it it is it is definitely more common for there to be a positive view of your self-worth so self-esteem is is higher um generally speaking and this is not based on any kind of research just my own opinion so um i would invite any kind of research that would either prove me right or wrong one way or the other but i'm not going to go digging for it right now uh, but but I would assert that uh, the abundance mindset crowd is generally has a higher sense of self, a, a higher self worth perspective or higher self esteem than the um, scarcity mindset crowd. Okay, and 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 so as such, um, knowing that money comes and goes and always flows means I'm I'm. I feel more free to spend. Okay, I feel more free to invest in opportunities because I have a higher self-worth and self-esteem. I'm much more likely to invest in myself and and help myself grow. Um, be that in in personal development courses, in certificates, degrees, education, what what have you. Um, I have a, a much higher propensity to um, invest in those things, and. And then, so it stands to reason that um, if I'm more likely to invest in those things, then I'm more likely to reap the benefits of investing in those things. And so, um, the the self-perpetuating feedback loop of the abundance mindset is to be more abundant because you are you are doing, saying, believing, and acting in a way that um, respects the abundance feedback loop and if you're in the scarcity mindset you're doing and being and saying things that respect the scarcity feedback loop so um whichever one you choose to do to to adopt whatever mindset you want uh know that that's what that's the way it's it's gonna go um and it wasn't until i I adopted the ownership mindset, the the versus the, the you know I cast aside the victim mindset and and adopted the ownership mindset that I became aware of all the other types of mindsets um, because the mindset your mindset is very real 
it is the it is the lens through which you perceive the world um and and your mindsets the all these mindsets that i'm describing typically we we have um we have them stacked you know we have a mindset stack there's different layers to our mindset and um and the victim mindset was one of those ones that colored it colored my scarcity mindset um my victim and scarcity mindset colored my um my other mindsets and and um and and so because it's because it's layers it's like looking through multiple you know uh, multiple lenses simultaneously and and it changes what you perceive it changes how you perceive the things going on around you so um you see, you know, all these, the, you know, optimist versus pessimist. Okay. Those are mindsets. Those are, those are perception lenses. Um, and, and you process things. So a, a pessimist and an optimist can encounter the same thing and process it completely opposite because they, they have different presuppositions that are coloring the stimulus that's coming in. And 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 the, the the best thing about mindsets is that um, we have the ability to choose them. The 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 worst thing about mindsets is that if you don't choose them, they're going to be there anyway. And um, as humans, we are more predisposed to the uh, negative ones because they require less effort. Okay. A victim mindset takes a lot less effort than uh, an ownership mindset because I can sit back and say, oh, everything's happening to me. Uh, I have no control over over these circumstances. Um, everybody's out to get me. It's other people's fault. There's nothing I can do about it. I'm, I'm not in control. And um, from a... Uh, I don't know, from a pure effort, you know, calorie burning effort kind of perspective, um, it takes less for me to sit back and say that, okay? Uh, in any in any given moment, I, I'll, I'll touch on my thoughts on that dynamic here in a minute. Um, but if I have an ownership mindset, then then I have to process everything that's going on. How is how do I how am I going to learn from this? How am I going to get better from this? How, how did I contribute to this circumstance? Um, is this working? Is this not working? What is working? What's not working? How can I do better next time? It's, you know, so it's a, it's a lot more uh, proactive and busy than um, the kind of sitting back, what was me perspective of the victim mindset. And, and so now, now I'll touch on that, that energy thing okay um i do assert that no matter whichever one you do you're going to be you're going to be spending the same amount of energy one way or the other okay but in a victim mindset you're spending energy trying to deal with the circumstances you're in you can't you know okay you may maybe from your perspective you can't control the circumstances uh, but because of the circumstances there are your life is more difficult and you have to navigate that difficulty and that takes energy and effort and um, and costs something. You have to pay a price for that. Okay. In the ownership mindset, 
you're you're also paying a price. You're also spending effort and time and energy, but you're doing it um, on the front end, where you're you're kind of choosing how you expend that energy so that you can make the best of whatever circumstance you have, rather than um, expending it as a response to the circumstances that are there. Right. So, um, so the price will be paid one way or the other. Uh, you just you just have to decide if you want to pay it up front and have more influence over how you pay that price, or if you're going to pay it on the back end and um, in the form of consequences and um, results that you don't want. All right, so that's that's that dynamic. So um, the good to I'll reiterate the good the good part of mindset is that you can control it. You can choose your mindset. And the bad part is that if you don't choose it, you're likely gonna default to a negative one and um, you'll default to something. You will have mindsets and they will influence how you live your life. They will influence how you perceive the world around you, which will influence how you live your life, okay? So everybody needs, everybody has mindsets, but I believe everybody needs to uh, be very intentional about what mindsets they have if they want to have any kind of um, control over their life and success in their life. And ideally success on purpose, right? So the that that's a kind of, you know, a quick, that's a quick rundown on mindset in general, using scarcity and abundance as an example, um, you know, really spelled out about how how much that one mindset can affect other areas of your life. Um, it's hard to have a one positive mindset and all other negative ones, right? So, uh, if you it, there's a good chance that if you have a victim mindset, you're not going to have an abundance mindset, right? Your your victim mindset's going to color your whole, your your world in such a way that you're more likely to have the scarcity mindset because you can't control anything and you're the victim therefore you know the all those other um, negative aspects of the of the scarcity mindset come into play and and all that um, so the the power of mindset is that it it's it really is the the main control point and uh, almost dashboard to life it, it's the it's the it's the place that has all the dials of how to how to live successfully or not how to live purposefully or not how to you know the um I believe it was Einstein that said the the most important decision of anybody's life is to decide whether you live in a friendly or hostile universe. Okay, now that is a that's a mindset choice. That's that on, you know ownership or victim. If you're in a friendly if you're in a friendly universe, then you can adopt that life happens for you. If you're in a hostile universe, you can you adopt that life happens to you. And and um, and fundamentally that that dictates how you move through life 
is is how you perceive per- perception is creative in in the dynamic of of mindset um, you can choose how you perceive and the and and the the really interesting thing is that um, I don't know that there's necessarily any kind of objective reality because no no human being is completely objective they all we all filter everything in our environment and circumstances and in life through the lenses of our mind of our various mindsets and um well we will all perceive things in a different way um even if it's a very very slight different way you know we might all see red as red but might be the different quality of red um the different intention behind the color red the you know all, a whole bunch of different different things so um that's kind of my that that's my quick rundown of why i love mindset stuff so much um i can i can help people dig in and and discover what what mindsets are active inside of them what lenses they're seeing they're perceiving the world through and um and and help to to break those down in tiers to get to the the core root ones because i believe i do believe that that there's like a cornerstone mindset that that is the one that kind of props up and supports all the others and you can't really override your uh i said cornerstone i meant keystone you can't really override your keystone mindset um you'll end up competing against it and that's not sustainable and and uh, so um, in my in my example if i would have tried to adopt an abundance mindset prior to adopting my ownership mindset they would have been in competition my my victim mindset would have been in competition with my abundance mindset because i can't live in abundance while also being a victim like that's those things just fundamentally compete with one another and so um but i do think you can uh you can adopt a a, an ownership mindset while still being in the scarcity mindset space it it, because in from my experience it was the ownership the the ownership from victim you know switching from victim to ownership mindset that was the catalyst for me to discover all the other mindsets that i've that i've been uh working on in myself and having the wherewithal to actually do something about them because i now was coming from a place where i believed i had control over that um, as a victim i didn't have control over that stuff and so that's that's kind of where why i let's say that's kind of that's a keystone m- mindset and you and you can't it's harder to contradict your keystone mindset so um let me know it you know comment share um on whatever platform you are listening to this on and share your thoughts and ideas around mindset i i would love to hear them and um if you got any value out of this i'd love to hear that too uh i 
I really want to unleash people by um, helping them understand that they have the power that so I want to I want to unleash and empower people to to take control of their life and their dreams by um, by leveraging the power of um, mindset and various other things but we'll we'll keep it at mindset for for this moment so thanks for taking the time to listen to this show um, we'll see you next week for the next episode can't wait to talk to you then.